how does the fermentation process work in producing proteins and what makes it an eco-friendly choice for the future? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, I cannot share all, your, all the details, but when you have to make proteins from sugar, you have an you need an aerobic process uh, because, uh, you know, without air, you cannot produce proteins from sugar. So you, you have an aerobic process that is different from wine or beer, which is very often anaerobic. So yeah, that's, that's one thing. And then, um, yeah, you have to stabilize uh, uh, the process. Uh, you have to kill uh, the organism. And then you, well, we have chosen for a dried ingredient. Uh, I think Corian also made a dried powder uh, of his uh, protein. That is a good choice, I think, because then you can uh, ship that uh, stuff around the planet and you have good ambient uh, logistics because the logistics, if you have a frozen product, you can also choose to make a, a wet frozen product, but then you have frozen logistics, which is not so sustainable. Um, uh, so uh, to, to develop a drying, a uh, dried ingredient, uh, that is, that was our choice. And I think that I like that very much because that makes the application also very versatile. Because the frozen uh, product like Warner has, uh, yeah, you can apply in frozen foods like chicken or, uh, or maybe go to liquids. But um, um, yeah, it, it, many, many food industries are used to using flowers as ingredients. And uh, yeah, so, and the rest is, uh, is mainly, uh, yeah, talk confidential information and, and, and the way we, we do that fermentation. So you uh, you have a nitrogen source, of course. Uh, it can be ammonia or urium or nitrate or any inorganic nitrogen source, and then you make proteins. If you do anaerobic fermentation, of or, or let's say if you yeah you have to make proteins, you, so you need a nitrogen source, right? So that's that's also uh, obvious. Yeah, but we don't put proteins in the fermentation. Like if you make clean meat. Then you have to add amino acids. Yeah? So you there is another process up front that makes the amino acids. So you really don't really you do of course you do produce uh, proteins in the end, but you produce them from amino acids, which is of course a completely different system. You cannot compare those two. Yes. Um and when it comes to the Applications of these uh, proteins, both in and you you mentioned the wet, uh, you mentioned the powder forms. How are they cha changing the industry? It's like uh, how are they actually uh, immediate re uh, replacement to the ingredients that are being used now? No, because it's not easy. Uh, it's not a drop-in uh, substitute, so to speak, because uh, uh, let's say a dried microprotein uh, is available only for micro micro technologies at this stage i thought so it's it is new and it makes it for application uh, people a challenge of course because then they have to develop new recipes they can't just you know the whole world is always as i said it's very conservative um, what can i replace well you can maybe replace two or three ingredients by this ingredient because uh, yeah it has completely different properties. It brings uh, not only proteins, it also brings dietary fiber, it brings some minerals, it brings uh, not much texture in our case. Uh, so you have to texturize it yourselves, uh, but you can process it. Um, so it's, it's a new ingredient. So it's, it is new to, uh, yeah, to everybody. 
And that is a lot of work to be done. So we have, of course, a kitchen and an application team that works with customers to apply it. But surprising because now, finally they have something new, right? And this is not, not similar to uh, what they get, like a soybean protein or pea protein or uh, you know, it's, uh, lentils or uh, chickpeas. You know, we have something which is, which is new. And that that gives uh, disadvantages and advantages in that processing. It changes the process much more than uh, than normally when you can replace uh, it with uh, somebody else's uh, protein isolate. Or you see, it's it's really really. But but the scalability uh, and the availability, the sustainability. We have uh, ticked all those boxes. We have a really low energy use. We have a really low water use. Um, it's not allergenic, um, so it's very inclusive. There is no religion that will exclude it. So it's, um, yeah, it's an inclusive uh, um, substitute. It can be applied in 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 all all food applications. Actually, we cannot think of any food group where it would not uh, have a chance. It will not be perfect for all the applications, but all the food segments but it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's quite an uh, yeah how you call it um, <laughs>